0: Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. Let's reach forward for God tonight. Let's reach forward for His promises. Let's reach forward in His will and in His Word. That's what I'd like to preach tonight to you about the Word of God, really, the authority of God's Word. If you have your Bibles and you would like to turn to Matthew chapter 8 and verse 27, But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Let us pray. Father, have your way in this service. Speak to our hearts and speak through your word, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Gaylord Kambarami, the general secretary... Of the Bible Society in Zimbabwe tried to give a New Testament to a very belligerent man. The man insisted that he would roll the the pages and use them to make cigarettes. Mr. Kambarami said, I understand that, but at least promise to read the page of the New Testament before you smoke it. Seems like a fair deal, right? So the man agreed and the two went their separate ways. Fifteen years later... The two men met at a convention in Zimbabwe. The scripture-smoking pagan had been saved and now was a full-time evangelist. He told the audience, I smoked Matthew and I smoked Mark. And I smoked Luke. But when I got to John 3.16, I couldn't smoke anymore. My life was changed From that moment that's from the American Bible Society record in March 1990 but indeed (laughs) there's something powerful about the Word of God you know you read normal books but the Bible has this this kind of way of reading us what we're going through what our true motives are you know there's a lot of times when you ask someone something and you know they'll give you a reason but you know that there's kind of the reason that the real reason and the reason you tell someone but God searches out with the word of God the real reason, the real motive, our real attitude. Have you ever uh been asked, "How you doing?" And you like you're having an awful day and you say, "Great." And God's like, "Whatever, you're not great." That's the word of God speaking into our hearts. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 in verse 12. For the word of God is quick, that word means alive, and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of The heart, the authority of God's word. I'd like to, just for a little while, we'll look at this situation, this account in the word of God. And I'd like to speak on that thought of the authority of God's Word. I believe that there are Christians that are they're holding this, this, uh, this Holy Ghost dynamite, the Word of God. They're holding all this power. But I want you to realize what you have in the Word of God. It's not a book. It's a person. It's a It's Jesus Christ. It's the Word, His Word, the Word of God. For the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word... And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word of God is so much more than words. It is the authority and the power and the record of Jesus Christ himself. The first thing, to find out the authority of God's Word, let's look what the disciples did. They got around the Word of God. Who? Jesus, specifically. In Matthew 8 and... Uh, chapter 8 and verse 23. The Bible says when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. You know that when we follow Jesus, he'll make us. One of the first and greatest ways to find out the, the word of God and the authority in the word of God is to begin to get around the word of God. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, but get around the word of God. That's why going to church is so important. And I know that many people have different views on the matter, but let me tell you that the Bible says to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. I know COVID has thrown a lot of church in disarray, but it's important to get around the preaching of God's word the bible says for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but listen but unto us which are saved it is the power of god there might be some you know how some people when they're really nervous they try to ha ah, that's nothing or ah that's not affecting me and it really is but they just get really nervous and you watch the body language i watch people's body language our body Many times uh, it speaks a language and you can tell if someone's nervous, maybe if they're lying by certain gestures and facial expressions. Well, the word of God speaks to all, but some brush it off. But let me tell you, unto which which are saved, it is the power of God. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Bible says in this same uh, chapter in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, for after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. God saves by the word. If you get around the word of God, you might just mess around and get saved. I remember when I was invited to church it was in Camp Pendleton, California. I don't remember the day. I don't even really remember the year. It was 93 or 94, but I don't remember. I do remember that two Marines came and invited me to church, and, and one, uh, when I said I would go, because I just hadn't been to church in a while, figured I was due, one of the Marines really smiled, and I, and it was a big smile, like almost like a Cheshire cat smile, and I I remember thinking, well, what's he smiling about? I just said I was going to church. He knew the authority of God's word. He knew if I got around the word of God, the preaching of God's word directed by a Holy Ghost filled preacher whose name was Pastor Madrano that I might mess around and get saved. Well, that is exactly what happened to me. That the Word of God began to deal with my heart, and I realized that I was a sinner. I realized that I couldn't uh, get rid of that sin. I was very uncomfortable. But then He came and told me how to invite Jesus into my life and I was changed. Well, let's get on with the account, and let's see what these disciples did. You see, first of all, let's get around the Word of God. And, And if you're a Christian, get around the Word of God. Make it to church, but also get around your Bible. Your Bible is an invaluable asset to guide you to put the word of God in you so that when the situation comes the word of God can handle the situation because we're going to get in some situations in life you weren't expecting this in 2020 well here we are well they got into a situation they couldn't handle there was an earthquake the Bible says it was a seismos uh, the, it's translated tempest, but seismos from the Greek is an earthquake. What is an underwater or submarine earthquake? Well, it's an earthquake that occurs at the bottom of a body of water. And then the, the leading cause, these underwater or submarine earthquakes, they're the leading, leading cause of tsunamis. Tsunamis are these very powerful uh, waves that are caused by some of these underwater earthquakes in 2004. An underwater earthquake in the Indian Ocean, way out in the Indian Ocean, killed 230,000 people in several countries. There was a storm. You ever been in a storm? Whether it's spiritual, maybe it's financial. You've been in something that was bigger than you. I've been there. I've been there before I got saved and became a Christian, before I knew the authority of God's word, and I've got there afterwards. And when do you call the authorities? When you're over your head, right? The Bible says in Matthew 8 and verse 24, Behold, there arose a great tempest, or seismos, earthquake, and it caused this storm, it caused these waves, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves. So the waves were breaking over the ship. But we find Jesus had his own, he was always on his own program. I love that. He was asleep. And his disciples came to him and they were calling the authorities. You know, they were calling 911. They awoke him saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Now, I'm not saying that they came to him in great faith, but at least they came to Jesus. There's a lot of lessons there, but at least the disciples came to Jesus. The Bible said, And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, or ye of little faith? But the Bible says he did something else. Then he arose, and he rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. You see, we find that there is power, the authority of the word of God. When Jesus cast out demons, they had no power to stay inside that person and possess them. When Jesus cast out death and said, Lazarus came forth... Death had to leave and Lazarus came out of the tomb. When Jesus and the word of God pronounces forgiveness of your sins because of the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on the cross, you are cleansed by the authority of God's word because God's word says so. The Bible says that he rebuked the winds. You know, I don't know where to speak to the winds. And I don't know where to speak to the sea, but I know that they can be spoken to because Jesus spoke to them. He knows where their ears are. I remember uh, I was mowing a lawn working for this company and just mowing the, the lawn around the business, and it was getting ready to rain. It might have even kind of started to sprinkle. Now, in Florida, it rains like you're taking a shower. It doesn't sprinkle, okay? Okay. And so I I was like, I I I said, Lord, could you hold this storm off until I finish mowing? And you think, well, preacher, God's not going to do that. He's not going to change weather patterns for you. Well, you can call it a coincidence, but that is exactly what God did. I was able to finish my mowing and it didn't rain on me it might have sprinkled a little bit but it didn't come down like florida well you see because god controls the winds and god controls the seas there is authority in jesus and it, the bible says in our bible reading they become wit became witnesses of the power and they marveled you know that i when i went to church i marveled When I invited Christ into my life, I marveled. I don't remember the words that I prayed, but when I got saved, I didn't know what happened, but something happened to me. The men marveled, saying, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the sea obey him. Well, let me tell you, he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He's the second member in the Godhead. He's the one who said, let there be light. He's the one who created all things. The Bible said all things were created by Christ Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And truly ought not we to believe that his word has the authority of the one it speaks about? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, you know jesus he said unto his disciples in another account of the same passage, uh, another uh Bible scripture of the same account in Luke chapter eight and verse twenty five he said "Where's your faith? really that's what we have to to look at. Where's our trust in this Word? You know that God has authority through his Word. All we need to do to tap into it is to have trust in the Word of God, trust in Jesus." trust in his word the bible says looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of god god is in charge you're going through something at work god is in charge you're going through something at home god is in charge let us tap into the authority of the word of God. Let us tap in to the power of God's word. It's greater than the tempest. The Bible says that when he rebuked the winds and he rebuked the seas, it didn't say there was a calm. It says in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 26, there was a great calm. God can bring complete peace to our situation. He can even bring complete peace to your situation before that bill gets paid. Let me tell you, there's going to be another bill later. They're faithful, and they'll find you. The word author in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, and I'm getting ready to close, but the word author, it doesn't just mean book writer, okay? It doesn't mean a guy who writes a novel. It means from the Greek, chief leader, captain, prince, like an authority. But you know, an author does have a certain control, doesn't he, or she, over their work. And does not a producer of a TV show or a a movie have control, license, if you please, over their work? If you haven't heard of Eric Estrada, he was an actor, he's he's older now, but he was an actor known for the TV show Chips, California Highway Patrol, and him and he and another, uh, his partner John would ride around and, and save the day. Well, Eric Estrada had a salary dispute with NBC in the fall of 1981. Did they quit, the, did they stop the show? Of course not. He was replaced by another person who's made headlines, but... He was briefly replaced by Bruce Jenner. So what the the producers did is they had a a salary dispute with one of their actors, so they just kind of changed the script, put another actor in there, and kept going. You know that God has authority over our script? If something crazy goes on, can't God just kind of throw something else in, take something else out, change the scenery, change the script, change how things happen? He can. He's the author. He's the prince. He's the captain. He's the chief leader. He's the one who gave power to the word of God. He's the one who gives authority to God's word. That's why that man, when he rolled those cigarettes and read the New Testament, he came to that scripture after smoking Matthew and the gospel of Mark and the gospel of Luke, and he got to to john he he realized for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and that's you and christian that's you the god that saved you (laughs) he can keep you let me tell you he can keep you he's a faithful savior and there is authority in god's word to bring a great calm to your life God bless you. Hey, we'll see you at church on Sunday. Amen.